Welcome to the Love Your City podcast. Leticia, it's great to be joined by you, as always. And you also, Sam. <laughs> we're on <laughs> Equally. A, we're on a cold and frosty morning here yep. in Washington, D.C. I hoped it would snow. Uh, I feel like here, every morning we set up to do our podcast in the lobby here, I feel like we're on the morning show or something because yeah, well, there's be cool. a window behind us and people yeah. down there going to coffee and there's breakfast. Christmas tree. foot Christmas tree. It's beautiful white, yeah. although it should be green, but yeah, um, nice. that's anyway, okay. on with the show. Mm. Um, as uh, happens at conferences, we got given a nice bright red show bag yes. uh, as we entered on day one. Uh, the other night I pulled out the stuff that was in there and came across this booklet that I just thought was excellent. It was a research and recommendations from the city of Charlotte in North Carolina. And uh, in the fr- inside the front cover, there's a little photo of the man who... Uh, sort of led the charge in, yeah. in producing that. Uh, his name was Rob Kelly. And as we were sitting in the lobby doing the morning show, <laughs> we're actually waiting for it, for it to interview someone else who should appear before us, but Rob Kelly, yep. asking what we were doing with all this tech gear. <laughs> and so we sat down with Rob and yeah. uh, interviewed him about yeah. uh, what's happening in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm. And so enjoy the interview we had uh, with Rob Kelly. Well, it's great to be joined by Rob Kelly from Charlotte, North Carolina. Rob, thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure to be with you guys this morning. Mate, for the benefit of our listeners, just tell us a bit about yourself. I've just said where you're from, um, <laughs> what you do, uh, what, what's an average day look like for you in North Carolina? Okay, well, uh, in Charlotte, I lead a network of, of churches uh, that uh, are um, meeting together, uh, learning together, praying together uh, to eventually collaborate together uh, for the good of the city. Um, our, our purpose and vision is to unite the church to transform our city. And um, we're actually a network platform. We have 14 networks uh, throughout our city, uh, 10 of which are geographically based, uh, like North Charlotte, South Charlotte, et cetera. Uh, others, the other five or uh, four, and then we're actually launching a 15. Uh, are uh, affinity-based, so church planting, prayer, okay. foster and adoption, etc. And so um, we mobilize those networks. Uh, we support the network leaders that are pastors and leaders that are in the, the community. Uh, we create resources to equip them. Uh, we um, we're, we convene. We're the we're the host and convener of Movement Day Charlotte, uh, which will have our second Movement Day coming up this coming March. And um, we do a l- number of collaborative initiatives that since we have such a large network of churches in those 14 networks, there's roughly 200 churches around our city that are part of those. Wow. And so we bring those churches together uh, at times to do specific in- uh, citywide initiatives as well. And Brilliant. So, yeah. so for the sake of our listeners who are thinking, where on earth is Charlotte? <laughs> where, where is it? Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, so uh, we are in the... Uh, we're con- technically considered the mid-Atlantic. People would call Charlotte the south of the okay. United States. Yep. But if you look on the east coast, we can go about uh, halfway down uh, and go uh, a little bit in. We're uh-huh. a couple hours in from the, the ocean. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll find Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's, a, it's an absolutely awesome, beautiful city. Yeah. Population? Population of Charlotte is uh, just uh, just out of a million people. Okay, wow. Yeah, Two point four million in the metro area, um, and uh, it's a it's a beautiful city. So these networks that you're describing, did they pop up overnight, or how long have you been at work? Uh, um, yeah, we've been we've been um, no, they don't <laughs> pop up overnight. <laughs> uh, uh, it is uh, it definitely takes some time to till the soil. Uh, countless coffees and lunches with uh, pastors and leaders that are friends in, in our city and. Uh, 
uh, we've been at this for about six or seven years now, um, and it's uh, over time. It uh, it was it was slow going at the beginning, and we launched uh, with three networks, and then over time, as the idea began to spread, and it became more than just myself and a couple other leaders, it, the the uh, spreading it, the 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 networks began to experience network effects, where network leaders would connect with other people who would connect with other people, and so you start to begin begin to get a viral effect as, as it grows, and which is really ex exciting. Wow. Was there some driving force behind it that brought you together? Because um, people just don't normally come together in church world. They're, they're busy doing their own thing. Um, what was the impetus that just decided we need to work together? Sure. Charlotte's a, um, as, as amazing as a city as it is, being a, uh, a southern city, it's deeply divided um, yeah. mm -hmm. across race, uh, socioeconomic lines, uh, denominationally within the church. Uh, it's been it's generationally deeply divided as well. And at times we would even have to look at how much has the church perpetuated the division that our city's been experiencing. And so... Um, so for me, the the uh, there was it was just a burden as someone whose heart was captured many years ago by the call towards oneness that our Lord Jesus prayed for in John 17, and that we see throughout the scriptures. Yeah. Um, it was a burden to see the depth of division, knowing that it's our unity which is the greatest declaration of the gospel to yeah. uh, to our city and 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 world. And uh, I, I still wake up, um, you know, every morning, and I have. Um, just one question that that has really driven me personally through this and it's something that that certainly wakes me up in the morning it's this idea it's like what would our city look like in 20 years if if just the pastors in our city loved each other yeah. Yeah. like what would our city look like for my children you yeah. know in a city that's been deeply divided if the shepherds of our city began to have relationship and uh, would reconcile broken relationships mm -hmm. and would begin to build trust mm. Like, what, how would that translate into a city where literally half of our city goes to church every Sunday? We're a very churched wow. city, yeah. but it's a deeply divided, culturally wow. Christian city. Yeah. So we need to, uh, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Wow. There's so many things there, Rob, we could talk about. Um, we're here in Washington, D.C. together. Uh, I, I think it's a bit... Um, overawing to sit in a room with about 400 people from 160 different cities across the world. It is amazing. Um, and in that, there's such diversity and such uniqueness to each city, but there are some common themes. And, and uh, one of the things that has been talked a lot about in these last few days we've had together is the importance of research yes. and looking into your city. I think sometimes, particularly as Christians, we can take a posture of we think we know our cities pretty well. You've, you've uh, played a really important role in researching your city Tell us about that. Tell us about what led to that and what it's looked like for you. Sure. So um, what I like to say is that uh, oftentimes there's a decision-making deficit in how the church approaches mission uh, holistically yeah. in a city. Um, most of the time, the church approaches mission uh, based on conviction, which is not bad. Like, it's always right to love someone. That's a yeah. Christian conviction. Yeah. Um, but they often don't make decisions based on real need or real research. And so what ends up happening in that case is that people either start moving the wrong needle or they move the right needle the wrong way yeah. in, in the city. And so our thought would be, what would it look like if we could, um, in a sense, marry 
the biblical convictions that we have with the actual need of yeah. the city Brilliant. and really connect the two. And, and I'm one of these guys that gets ideas in the shower. And uh, <laughs> this is how you know I, don't mean, I don't know if anyone else uh, gets that. And yeah. so, and you, you know, if you get an idea in the shower, you have to write it down. So my wife will even get mad at me and I'll, I'll, I'll write it down on the glass and have to come back and clean it later. But with her lipstick, yeah, no, just with a finger and <laughs> okay. a steam, you know, Good. and uh, yeah. about three, uh, three years ago, I'm in the shower, and I'm, we're, we have all of these churches that are meeting together, and they're wanting to do, uh, uh, to, to, do uh, uh, to collaborate together, and they're wanting to engage the needs of the city, but they don't have any um, sort of uh, plumb line on how to engage the needs. And so this thought hit me in the shower. It's like, what would it look like in our city if the collective body of Christ engaged the needs of our city using shared, trusted research? Yeah. And it began a process which uh, has took us nearly two years, where we started to uh, build what's called the uh, state of the, the Charlotte State of the City report, and we uh, we curated all of the publicly available data from local reports, the, the government agencies and um, local uh, foundations, the school system, uh, mm -hmm. immigrant refugee uh, um, um, uh, report that was put out. We had a massive report done on the upward mobility crisis of Charlotte that uh, Charlotte, uh, that has to do with um, basically systemic and generational poverty. And Charlotte in, in our country, we ranked dead last out of the 50 largest cities in America wow. in poverty. We were 50. We were wow. 50 out of 50. Wow. And so we had a preponderance of data that had been done mm. on, a, on a public level. But what that didn't tell us is what are the spiritual needs of the city? What are the, uh, I like to say that if you're wanting to compel the church to live out its call uh, on mission, the mission of Christ is both proclaim and demonstrate the gospel. Yeah. So we had a lot of what I like to say uh, is demonstration research, how yeah. to demonstrate the gospel. Yeah. We did didn't have a lot of proclamation sure. research. And so what we began to do is uh, uh, work with Barna Research, American Bible Society, the Center for Bible Engagement, and we uh, uh, brought together a lot of um, the, the, the needs of our city around the spiritual needs, um, uh, the um, decline of Christianity, which is declining rapidly uh, mm -hmm. in our city. And then we packaged it all together in a 93-page report. Wow. wow. And that uh, was beautifully designed, and it's really been exciting to see the way the church has gotten around it in our city. We've mm -hmm. uh, we'll have distribution over twenty thousand this year uh, in our city. Uh, every church in our city uh, was sent two copies of yeah. it. The downloads it's uh, it's it's been really. Uh, really a special thing and um, not just our movement day which was based on the research which our first movement day was based on the research we've actually had seven other large conferences in our city that we did not plan that used the state of the city report as the driver of their wow. Uh, yeah. um, of, of, of their conference to engage the needs mm -hmm. of the city, mm -hmm. um, one of which was even done by our government. Wow. So wow. it's like it's That's a great. it's a really cool uh, thing to see the way people really grabbed on to to to, to truth is what yeah. it is. It's yeah. truth. Yeah. Um, so it's been a it's been a big part of what we've done. We, we say a lot that, um, you know, the role of a leader is to define reality. Mm. And that's what you've done. You've defined mm. the reality mm. of your city. And then that gives you something then to move forward um, in mm. based off 
yeah, the real research that's going on. It's been very exciting. I mean, people, uh, I feel like their eyes were opened when they Mm. saw the reality of the the truth of the city that they live in. And it allowed them to then, and which which the report that we have does, um, we let our biblical convictions inform them. So not only did we give them the research, not only did we give them stories of people engaging that, but we put, it's it's an actual scripture engagement tool. So it's like, what does the scripture say about all of these issues in our city? And then what do I do about them? And how do I pray for them. Mm. So all yeah. of that was packaged in one uh, very uh, beautiful, uh, compelling uh, package that can be you know, handed out and, yeah. and reproduced to, to any church or organization in our city. Yeah. I might be reading between the lines here a bit, so tell me if, I'm, if, I, if my guess is right. I, I'm hearing that that provided a, a tool through which to engage more churches in unity, working oh, together. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It, it had a, again, a, a network effect of adding incredible amount of credibility to the platform that we'd already been uh, building. Mm-hmm. And this year alone, since uh, the State of the City report, since uh, this is launched in February of 2018, mm-hmm. as well as Movement Day, um, our networks have grown um, well, we've added six networks this year. So, what's that? Yeah. I mean, six, I mean, we've they've grown. We've grown forty percent in a year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's certainly people have have been compelled by it and have yeah. Uh, have yeah. come to the table. That's exciting. And two years worth of re- research in production of that material. Yeah, yeah it's worth it. Can you yeah. tell us what um, at least one mission um, initiative that's come out of that research? Yes, absolutely. And uh, well, there's been a number of them. Uh, So uh, we uh, launched out in May. Um, One of our our largest network uh, is called Congregations for Kids. Uh, Mm -hmm. We actually have 60 churches in that network alone that uh, are engaging the foster and adoption crisis in our city. Mm -hmm. And when the truth of the, 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 the state of the, the children that are in the foster and adoption system in our city came out, it was an eye-opening thing. And we've now launched out this nonprofit's grown so much, or this, this, this network grew so much, we created its own nonprofit with its own executive director. And now they're mobilizing many, many churches to become mentors of the kids in the foster and adoption kid system and to, to, uh, to become parents uh, as well. Um, also, out of that uh, launched a, um, a, n- a subsequent gatherings that we did around the church and literacy. We found that third grade literacy was a massive issue in our city. So um, we, to date, mobilized over 40 churches to partner with schools around third, third grade literacy in our city. Mm. Uh, I can k- yeah. keep going. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a, there was a, there's yeah. a number yeah. of more. Uh, we have a, um, a, w- another way that we wanted to get the, the word out uh, through this is that because of the credibility that this added, we actually had 75 churches this past uh, September uh, participate in a four-week sermon series, uh, what it means to be for our city. And it was uh, four weeks of for the gospel, for the the unity of the church, for our neighbor, and for our city. And what we did is we um, gave away and through this uh, uh, electronically, through the fourth week of this uh, of this sermon series, the State of the City Report, and now we're beginning to hear, only two months later, of all of these churches that now have been sent, the, the members, not the pastors already had the research, but now it's gotten into the hands of the members wow. of the churches, right. and we're hearing story after story yeah. of like members and pockets of churches beginning to engage the needs of the city wow. because they now have it in their hands where they Fantastic. didn't before, yeah, yeah. and so it's just like really exciting yeah. to see people grabbing on yeah. to, to, again, truth. It's yeah. truth. Yeah. yeah. 
and yeah. um, and that's and that's why we're we're able to marry this biblical conviction with the truth and reality of the the city mm-hmm. we live. So there's the formal and the informal happening as in response. Yes. That's brilliant. Yeah. Man, uh, we don't want to keep you any longer. We appreciate your time. I think you were heading to breakfast or heading back from breakfast. <laughs> Going to clean Doesn't his matter. teeth. Exactly. Before yeah. we go, yeah. can you give us your best Australian accent? Oh, she's doing this to everyone. Good day, mate. Oh, that's you not bad. Yeah, that's you're, all right. you're the winner that's, so, it's so South far. African, but no, that's yeah. close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Rob, thanks so much, uh, and we love what you're income. doing, mate. Yeah. Fair income. You've got yeah. it. <laughs> let's, let's end it there. All right. <laughs> thanks, mate. Uh, appreciate Rob's just his intelligence. He's mm. a young guy, only 40, but here he is leading the charge um, in his city. Yeah. And um, I think it's really important that we as leaders in our city can get the research and just know what is happening. And Absolutely. they've really used this as a foundation and a basis to launch their unity work. Yeah, super energetic guy. <laughs> I mean, we, we've spent a bit of time with him just walking yep. between restaurants and stuff and he's, he's full of life and yep. it's, it's inspiration. I love how he's channeling that into something super super beneficial to his city yeah. i mean the quality of, of of that research and the quality of what it's done is is proven by the fruit of it that he shared with yeah. us um the way it's had that effect of not only doing the stuff that the recommendations say to do in the city but the way it's drawn in other churches yeah. who weren't bought in before yeah um Rob and his team have put quality research into their hands mm, mm-hmm. and they've seen the benefit of that and suddenly got on board when pr- prior to that they may not have. Yep. I think that's super important and flies the flag for the importance of research in your city. Yeah, and not just in your city, wherever you find yourself. It might just even be in your workplace yeah. um, or your street, just understanding yeah. the history, what's happened. Mm, mm. Um, that just gives us power for um, yeah. and, and also defines the reality of what is going on and, yeah. and where do we need to start. I like that because uh, he said in, the, in, in our interview with him, there's, there's the formal and the informal response. So the formal response is churches to go, let's do this. Yep. Um, but the informal response of like people who are the church that's giving these copies out to their church members and they're just taking it home and trying to, and you could, rev- you could say that in reverse too, that the research could be formal and, and that's what he's done with this booklet. But yeah, also informal, taking that posture of saying, even though we're tuned in to God, we, we might not know everything. Yeah. And there's people out there who know far more than us, who might not believe what we believe, yeah. but know far more about our city who can help us and we can partner with um, in order to, transform our city yeah. and uh, and yeah I, I like that take a posture of listening yep. to the place where God has you yeah mm. no definitely well we better get on with the day I just want to say one more thing oh okay if you're if you're listening to this podcast and yes. you haven't done already great get on Facebook and uh, and like it uh, we not because we need the attention we're no. fine <laughs> but the, the message of this podcast we think is super important and it's a word that needs to get out across the world and it is getting out across the world and uh, we're, we want to play our part in, in carrying that message. And so um, if you haven't already, like it and then share. And it's Love Your City Facebook page. Yep. Also Movement Day Australia Facebook yep. page. We're doing yep. that in conjunction with them. Well, Absolutely. through them. We're, we're all the same team. Yeah, that's it. So they're two important pages to be kept up to date with what's happening. Absolutely. And, and there's so much uh, around Movement Day to find movement.org, uh, Movement Day UK, Movement Day US. It's all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully what we're doing plays some role in the messaging of this whole deal. So Absolutely. It's great to be and you're keen to go and have some breakfast. So you're looking at me like, come on, sign <laughs> off. I'm hungry. All right. Good morning. See ya.